0: hey fam i'm lizzie mathis and you're listening to the cool mom code podcast where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town in this week's episode we have the gorgeous on-air lifestyle and beauty expert and cool mama of three Ami desai you're getting a behind-the-scenes look into the making of social media how to be successful without burning bridges in the industry and investing in yourself on every level Let's dive in. Hey guys, so we're excited today because we have Ami Desai in the house, in the building. She is on the Cool Mom Code podcast. And y'all don't understand. I mean, I think, honestly, Ami, I think that you're a sleeping gym. I really do, because I don't think people really get the power, the experience, the um, professionalism that you have in this game. And I think I honestly and I'm, I'm real talk because when I every time I have when I met you, we met on set, which yeah. we just remembered right yeah. now. Um, and I remember thinking like how professional you were, but how beautiful you were, how well spoken you were, but charismatic and kind and then as I saw you throughout the years, you know, obviously everyone does, but you do a lot on social media, which you take very seriously. And you're also a mom, which is amazing, but you also have businesses and all types of things. But I don't think people really get that you've been in the game. You have perfected the art. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, a lot of times you meet people nowadays and especially in this industry. And it is just like, oh, they're really great at social media, but then that's what they're only really great at. They yeah. don't have experience of necessarily being in front of the camera and like just all the other layers that come along with that yeah you literally have journalism degrees master degrees like people don't understand like this is you have studied this craft
1: yeah I think it's funny because I think for so it's so easy in this game especially with the industry that we're in to feel like the ageism and mm-hmm. say oh my god I'm in my 40s it's over. Yeah. And I actually, as I'm sure you do, and I see you because you thrive, I take that and use it to my advantage, whether yeah. it be for the beauty partnerships I'm doing. Cause I'm always sitting there like, well, I'm a mom of three. That's right. I've experienced all the hormones. You need me talking about the retinol, not the 20 year old. Oh, you know, and I so love that. it's all about the way you position yourself and mm-hmm. the perspective you're like basically making, creating space for. Right. Like right. That, and I feel like I had to learn that early on because you know, we hear it so much now, but especially like being an '80s baby growing up in the '90s. I saw nobody that looked like me. Nobody. Nobody. There nobody. really was nobody, right? No. Like I, for both of us. And so I, I have learned how to create my own space and mm-hmm. just say, "All right, well." If you don't see the need for having the voice of a minority female in her 40s, let me tell you why it needs right. to be there. And then I go create that content and then the brands perk up and reach okay, out. But where did stuff.
0: that come from, though? Because you're saying it like so easy and freely now, right? Like, and yeah. I get it. Like we're like you said, we're women like in our 40s yeah. now. We have children. We feel a certain level of confidence now that we may not have possessed in our younger years.
1: But like, where does that come from? I mean, trust me, I I do have imposter syndrome. I think, like, sometimes half the time when I see an email I send or something, I'm like, oh, my God, I just did that. (laughs) Or a phone call. I'm like, what did I just do, you know? But I think... Two things. One, I do believe like for me, my support system, my husband, Mm -hmm. who's been like my best friend, we've dated since college. Like he is my number one, everything. He's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, hell yeah, you deserve that. Hell yeah, you should be asking for this. You should be asking for five times that. And I feel like that constant affirmation and support and encouragement has slowly Kind of made me like, yeah, I'm the shit. I should, I should have yeah. this, you know. And if they want to lowball me, let them come and say that, right? But he's right. he's always said this to me, and it's taken me almost two decades, I should say. Like in the tw- in my twenties, I would mm-hmm. be very like, I'll do it, I'll do it, and, you know. And it's fine, and uh, and and I'll just do it for free, and I'll right. take anything because I'm so lucky to be doing this. Right. And now I'm like, I have a lot to offer, you know. I have the pedigree, I have the skill set, I have the things that I think deserve to be acknowledged, whether that be monetarily mm-hmm. or validated in some way that I think is commensurate with how I feel it should be, Right. you know? Right. So I think it comes with, obviously, age. It comes mm-hmm. with the support. And I think, honestly, being a mom, yeah. I will tell you, there's nothing, I think, more valuable than the time you have with your kids. And so now I realize like as soon as I had my first child, I'm still like a very free, chill, like go with the flow. But I'll tell you one thing I will not tolerate. Like if you are going to take me away from my kids, girl, it better be worth it. And there has to be something that you are, that I'm getting out of this that Mm -hmm. makes it like, yes, this makes sense for me to be away from them. Right? A thousand percent. And so that has a hundred percent more than anything driven me to say, well you don't want to give that to me I'm not doing it yeah I'm not flying over there to do this that's right like try and get me with the FOMO and this and this and that right it's not gonna work isn't that crazy how motherhood kind of shifts you into that
0: space though yeah I will say that I can wholeheartedly agree with that like when I first became a mom I miscarried and like with my first pregnancy and I remember thinking to myself like damn wow like it just affected me so much and you know as in that moment you think oh is it something i did or is it something that i was like too active or whatever the case may be which is not that's not the case it's just your body's way but it's not the case um but at the time i was like okay so when i finally got pregnant with a healthy pregnancy my first pregnant or my first child now i remember just like literally everything shifted i was like "Uh uh-uh I'm not traveling, not worth it. No, mm-mm, not unless my baby can come with me. Not unless I thought, like I just didn't want to be separated from her, but it was great. But then it was also like two years later, I woke up and I was like, oh my God, where's my life? I am attached to this yes. child. <laughs> like, right. Like, where's my like, identity? Exactly. Like, how do I move forward? So well, how do you create that? I don't want to say balance, but how do you create right. that pendulum? I, it's,
1: it's hard though. But like, like you said, I mean, going back to just even talking to you, talk about having a miscarriage, which right. I'm so sorry about. And like, yeah. it's something that, especially I think when we have, our first babies, Mm -hmm. it was never talked about, right? And and always, we bared the weight of like the guilt, right? Mm -hmm. Like we did do something wrong. It's on us. It's our bodies. And I'm sure the women in our lives, generations, you know, they're like, what'd you do? Right? Right. And it sucks because you then are like, okay, I I am fully responsible for this and going forward. So Mm -hmm. I, I do even now wish that there was more talk around that because you see women experiencing it so much, but there's this whole thing of like not talking about it too soon. I, you know what I mean? But there's so much more conversation about it now. So
0: much more. Just so everyone knows, Ami and I both have 10 year olds, eight year olds. Um, Ami also has a two year old and I have a five year old. So we're very similar in our age ranges. Um, but when we were first having kids, it wasn't cool. I think about it all the
1: time because how we how we kind yes. of vibed was on set yes. with our common friend Karamo. And I always think about it. I was doing a digital show with him mm-hmm. and I remember he was always just so encouraging, like, I mean, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta do this. And I was like oh my God, I'm so tired. Like (laughs) I just had my first baby. And when he turned one, I found out I was pregnant again. We're shooting this digital show like five days a week. I'm like, I'm so tired. All I can do is be in this space of being a mom. Yes. But I remember I started thinking like, okay, I want to start pitching shows and content around mom life. Right. And it wasn't a thing. It was not not cool. I remember I would go places and people would be like, yeah, you know, it's just like the space isn't there. Yep. Moms are really focused on what they're doing and not that's right. really like consuming media and this and that. And I was like, huh? False. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then that's where I started creating my own content because yeah. nobody was latching onto it. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw the need for it. That's right. And I was like, well, how do I make this even more different? Because at the time this was like 2013, 14. So Instagram was already kind of, it was there. It was, but yeah, but not quite what it was. Right. Yeah. And YouTube had already been there. right. And so I, but I, I hadn't jumped on that way either. Right. So that was, I was already late, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm also a minority woman. I don't see any Indian, specifically like South Asian women doing anything like right. this, talking about motherhood and like the struggles of balancing yes. work life, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, let me start creating it. But my forte was really in beauty because mm. I always struggled with like finding things that fit my skin tone. And I found, I I was really good at it. And I started like doing hair and makeup. Like I had a whole business doing bridal hair and makeup for South Asians. While I was producing full time, I would do that on the weekends. Because after I got married, Uh which was like, seems like years ago, 2007. So yeah, 15 years ago. When I got married, nobody knew how to do Indian makeup at all, right? Really? No, because like, it wasn't a thing. Like... People were like, you're, you know, they're like... You fall under the category of like Latina or you're this, like Asian. And I'm like, yes, but there's a different undertone. Interesting. I'm not this. I don't want to look like Cleopatra. Everybody wanted to make you look like this. Wow. You know, like or your Princess Jasmine, right? That's and I'm like, so I'm interesting. Not. and so you go to the Mac counter and you try and get yes, something done. And you're like, exactly. This is not
0: what I want. I mean, I experienced the same thing.
1: Right, and sure. Right. 1,000%. And I like, are like, like, no, this matches you. And you're like, oh. I
0: remember being literally at the backstage of runway shows and they would not have my shade. And I remember thinking, how is
1: this possible? It was crazy. And for me, I was just like, I feel like, you know, in your industry, like, I'm surprised that they didn't have that because it's models, right? That, like, that—that that is what they're doing. They're supposed wild. to, like, yeah. probably sell the product they're putting on your face right. or whatever it was. But, like, for me, I was like, gosh, your wedding day is probably one of the biggest days of a woman's yeah. life. And especially being South Asian, yeah. like, we go to India to go shopping. We make it a whole week's event. Right. You know, you're coming in on a horse or an elephant. Yeah, you have it's a big deal. Ten wardrobe changes, <laughs> you know, all the things. And I'm like, and then you're looking at these pictures and these like you look totally different like you have a white face and then like your brown body it's just like it wasn't matching so i really took it upon myself to say i want to make women feel good about themselves right so i basically took that concept Mm -hmm. and then parlayed it into what i could do in 2014 when i was still working on this digital show and i had two kids under two but i wanted to work from home and create content so i started doing stuff on youtube and i remember one of my first videos was like how to get ready with a toddler uh, in Under five minutes, so you would, so, you geared yourself towards uh, yeah. mom content, yeah. but still in the beauty space. Exactly, how and, to juggle? Exactly, how to do? And so, like, I literally had my one year old on me, and I'm doing my makeup. I'm like, so just you know, if you have one hand, this is what you're gonna do. But make it realistic. Don't try to do a cut crease. Don't do this. Just do a simple like concealer and blush, and you're good to go. So
0: your experience basically of producing in the professional space, mm-hmm. right? Like just TV shows and all these things that you had already had the experience of. Now you took that into yes. the YouTube space and started making your own content and producing your own content. Yes.
1: But I would say that it's like Instagram that I really like caught onto because Mm -hmm. YouTube for me was still one of those like longer form situations that, I don't know, I felt like I like talking to cameras and stuff but it was, Instagram was just more inviting because it was like newer and the content form was Pictures and you could do videos, or I don't even know if we did videos, but yes, you did yeah. just, just, just like the like 60 kinda, second videos, yeah, just like but no reels or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I started doing um, quick beauty things, or I would take my YouTube videos and then like, you know, make them into one minute videos yeah. that I'd put on. And I started realizing that there were other women that were like, Oh my, I want to know what your foundation shade is because you're exactly mm. my shade. I'm going to Sephora tomorrow. Can you tell me? Right. Because they always don't match me the right and way. And that became your market. And then that became my thing. Yeah. And then, but Under the lens, I, I did this marketing exercise, and this is I can't stress this enough. I think it's so great. Like, and again, I think this comes with age, but being open to talking to people and like Mm. learning, always learning, right? That's right. Like, ask questions. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, just always, always asking questions, and so you do that on social. Yeah, like I use my, I use my Instagram or my whatever it is. I use them everyone on there, like my family, my community there, yeah. I use as my focus group. Like, what do you guys want to see from That's me? Because I'm, crea- I'm creating things I think you want to see, but right. what do you want to see? Like, do you want to see something different from me? But I think what's really cool is that like, we have the opportunity to create that kind of content it's true. and then also use it in a way that like
0: fits our lifestyle too I think that's a great marketing tool that people don't realize that more people should take advantage of right YouTube Instagram social in a sense has to be your focus group Right. Right. Like it has to be a way for you to know what
1: your audience is looking for from you. Exactly. And then how you can market to that audience. Yeah. But it was funny because I remember this one girl I had found or met on Instagram. She happened to be a marketing exec and she was like, your content's great. Like, do you need any help on where you're going? And I was like, yeah, you know, everyone's telling me I really need to focus on one specific category (laughs) like fashion or just makeup. Uh And I was like, but I feel like I'm that modern mom that kind of wants to do it all. I want to cook here." I want to talk about kids. I want to talk about fashion, Yeah, whatever. And she's like, well, let's do this exercise. And I remember this exercise was something that I'll never forget because it allowed me to really get my elevator pitch kind of like down pat down pat. And it was like, what is your tagline? You know, and and I remember I walked away from it and I was like, everything I do is going to be under the umbrella of being like in that mom space. So it's under the lens of being a mom. So if it's fashion, it's all about like how I'm going to do it quickly as a right. mom. if I'm doing a red carpet look how do I make it how do I make something aspirational approachable and right. so it's kind of like mom aspirational yet approachable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. quick and easy right you know that's interesting because I feel like I fall in that same
0: category yeah like I feel like one of the things and listen I love social I mean I think it's a great tool when you know how to use it properly but it can be daunting oh, yeah. it can be so exhausting be so daunting sometimes I get really like um I get really confused and kind of like anxious on what to share and what not to share. And then that makes me stress out. And I'm like, you know what, forget about yeah. it. Like whatever, even though you're doing all these things in the background, you're hustling, you're working, yeah. you're doing all this stuff. You're like, Oh my God, I cannot. I feel like I'm in that same kind of spot though. Right. It's like mom food, anything like home mm-hmm. beauty and like you know that kind of thing so it's like weird because that's what people used to always tell me too they're like pick one mm-hmm. and I'm like how you're like how annoyed. do you pick one how do you pick one yeah but I do see people who have chosen one yeah can be very oh. largely successful
1: well I was gonna say though like what I think is interesting is that instead of picking a category mm-hmm. I think it's really nice that We just didn't. Right. Because it's all about how you measure success. And I'll tell you, for me, I think I would have driven myself crazy. And I don't think I would be authentically me if I chose just one thing. Because I feel like you're very similar in this. Like, what you see is what you get. Like, I am the same person I am on social, on stories, like, that I am in real life. I can speak to that, Ami. I promise you, and I kid you not, you are
0: and you you're, are too and same like, yeah. same but like but also sometimes i feel like people don't realize how real i am mm-hmm. but then on social it's like you're getting such snippets you're so good
1: at sharing exactly who you are on social no filter is yeah. what i'm saying yeah. but it does get hard because there are times like for instance you know when my father in law passed away mm-hmm. like I didn't want to be on social for a week, you know? Mm-hmm. And then people are like, what's going on? How come you didn't share this? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go into that part of my life. Right. But I also felt like I did choose to share my kids and my family. So I felt like there was a need to yeah. talk about things. But I was also like, it's my father-in-law. It's not my dad. Yeah. So it was a different, you know, it, it's all about learning how to navigate it. Right. So I think at the end of the day, though, it's really just being what we're comfortable with. right? right and right. I think like, I would hate to say... I almost always say this, like I'm, I'm like bummed that I came into the game late. Meaning, like I know, same, right? I said the same thing. Damn, if we only did this when we were, you know, single and. Imagine if we were on
0: it when you and I first met.
1: I mean, can you imagine when you and I first met?
0: Imagine if we were like boom, 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 crazy. It would be a whole different. It'd be a different story. But I
1: think what's beautiful about it and what's genuine is that, like. Your like our demo has grown up with us, right? Know? And like they're growing, they're going through different phases and mm-hmm. stages, just like we are. Right. And you're learning along the way. But I will say, like, as I'm sure you do too, we have so many friends that are younger than us because that's yeah. just given the nature of this space, of course. And I I talk to some of my 20 year old counterparts or early 30s, and it's like there's this sense of I know that if this were all to go away yeah. tomorrow, mm-hmm. we are 100 percent, 150 percent, like at our core good. Yes. You know, we right. are we are good, we're right. stable and like we know that mm-hmm. because what we show mm-hmm. is authentically us, right? right? And 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 it's not to say that like I admire the people that can literally treat instagram or tiktok as their job and then they go home and have kids like i don't know how people do it i do think that there is this level right like of learning what to share what not to share how to
0: share it when to share all this stuff like that but do you like do you and your husband like talk about it like talk about
1: what is appropriate to share and what you guys don't feel comfortable sharing yeah yeah just within the family i think like he's pretty great and lax with whatever i want to share like he's like you want to share the kids you want to do this totally fine and he's, like, a secret, like, influencer in that he loves documenting, but yeah. he doesn't want to share it with the world, yes, you know. But yes. he's, like, the first one to, like, oh, my God, get this, get this. And I end up using his content because I'm That's like, so I funny. didn't get that. But he's very private, but yeah. he's also very, like, he's just, I feel like he's just so well-rounded mm-hmm. and he understands, like, he has a very good point of view on what you put out and, like, perso- like what your persona is mm-hmm. online some people a lot of people are not who they are and right. represent online right. and he's like you're so authentically you but you have to be careful about that sometimes because what you're putting out there as trying to share and trying to maybe inform or help people mm-hmm. like identify with you yeah. people you have to remember that don't know you don't wish the, don't the, wish the best, the best for, best for you. you yes and he's like those kinds of things can come at you in a way they can come back at you in a way that really hurts you. And right. so you just want to be careful. Like you don't want to wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. You got to be careful. Of the haters, yeah. right? The haters out and there. I think you're probably similar to me in this where like, I feel like oh, more, more than not, our community is pretty like, Amazing. I mean, listen. i don't think i yeah
0: i don't have this whole lot i don't get a lot of trolls right. i don't and have a lot of haters i mean i get some things like but it's not mine it's like residuals from other people like it's like someone else will post something about us or whatever and then i'll get the residual trolls like come on so i'm like whatever but i'm also you know in the space and i think you're very similar to this is that coming from modeling acting like all those like where everything was a no yeah where i was told no so much and like kind of told, oh no, it's because your nose is like that yeah. or because your eyes aren't big enough or because blah, blah whatever the case may be, I kind of got a hard shell. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you really going to throw at me right. on social media? That's exactly. going to like, like really put me down to my core. Right. It's going to be
1: hard. I will say the one thing I do is like, I don't clap back. Like I, I don't no. like stoop to people's level, but what I will do, mm-hmm. especially in DMs, and I find this actually like a very important exercise is that people will throw the most ridiculous statements around. Right. And and they think they're doing it nicely because they're putting it in DM. Mm. And what I will do is I will reply to them to let them know, like, if they're saying something really mean. Like, like what? what I, what's a good example of something? I can't even. Oh, I, I remember I put some like sort of in stories, like an inspirational quote, like, OK, to help everyone get through the week, like, you know, something I forgot when it was it was. It was a time when, I don't know, maybe during COVID or something. Right, right. And then this woman wrote back and was like, easy for you to say. Like, you have everything that you would ever need and want and... Um, but the way she said it was so rude. Right. And I wrote back and I said totally fair on your part to, you know, assume things but just remember, like, I'm a real person behind this. That's right. And so, like, no one's doing this for me. I'm answering my own messages. Uh, yeah. I am a real person. That's right. Like, so no matter what you're S- this situation is right. like people have feelings just remember that just right. because if i was saying this to you or think about it if you had a daughter or you had a sister that was being right. treated like this would you talk to her like that wow. would you or i just and i always treat it like coworkers, right i'm like yeah. if you had a coworker that you felt like was acting a certain way would you walk to them and talk to them like that like, wow it's true right yeah. like i think about that all the time even with sometimes when people feel like with everything that's been yeah. going on politically right like mm-hmm. yeah. We don't necessarily have political stances that we share right. on social, right. but people expect certain things out of you. Right. And to me, I'm like, whether it be socially, politically, I'm like, would you expect in the workplace someone to talk about their religion? Or That's so... That's, you
0: know? Wow, that's a good point. You know, that's I don't a really know. good like, point.
1: I don't think you would necessarily go and say like oh, so, you know, what do you think about this? Because, you know, whatever. I just feel like it's it's bold. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's because people feel that boldness because they are behind a computer or their tablet. Do you
0: feel like people expect you to be more social? I mean, to be more political
1: on social? I don't think so. I think I I definitely say what I want to say and if someone has something to say about it, I have no problem with being like, that's fine. Just don't follow me then. You know what I mean? Or like, I hate when you do have a stance on something mm-hmm. like whether it be a social issue or a political issue if you do have a stance but yeah. your content tends to be more whimsical or like mm-hmm. not serious yeah people are like why don't you just stick to mascara yeah you know, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah hold yeah. on hold We're on that, yeah. you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't so just 000%. do whatever the hell you want to do. exactly you, know? if you feel
0: like speaking about it speak on right. it if not don't exactly
1: it's hard because the way we grew up where there was actual journalism That's and right. there was only a newspaper exactly and you had to get three sides of the story, right. right? Like, Facts. here, it's just so... It's so twisted it's and skewed. so skewed to, like, yeah. oh, okay, you're conservative, so everything you're going to get is... that. It's just... It's sad, and I see my kids even going through it. Like, uh, I'm, I'm seeing my 10-year-old. I'm sure you are, too, yeah. right? Like, certain things that they'll say, like, um, you know, oh, so if you're a Republican, are you bad because right. Trump is a Republican? Right. I'm like, well, I don't know. That Why is, do you think that? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, I think about it, I'm like, I grew up with Reagan as a president, That's right. right. And he was a right. Like, I consider For myself actor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I consider myself to to identify with more yeah. democratic yeah. parties, but I loved Do You remember liking Reagan? Like Reagan. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and okay. so I'm like, gosh, that's so interesting. He grew up in a time where like Trump is so polarizing, and I mean, some people may not think he's a good person, and like, wow, he sees that. And he, so he associates like being Republican with being bad.
0: I mean, this is interesting, though. This takes us into like kids, right? right. And like social and, and like the do, world yeah. and what they see. And like, you really think about it, they're growing up so differently than yeah. what we experienced. And especially with social media.
1: Ha- are your kids on social? They are not... I mean, I've started their own accounts, Mm -hmm. you know, and I... Like, but they have no... They don't have phones. Yeah. They don't even have, um, like, Apple Watches yet. They don't have... I feel like my son won't get one until he's at least 12. And right. even then I'm probably going to give him like the one that can just dial out so, yeah, like, two I know, people like me and the police Yeah, I know because <laughs> he does need it. Like, you it's know, it's scary.
0: It's scary. My, yeah. they don't, mine don't have social accounts. Yeah. So we don't have them on social at all. But my oldest, because she rides the bus, yeah. we got our phone. Right. She has and to. so, because what we were learning was that, normally like on the bus they have like this thing where it's like um like they'll alert you if the bus is going yeah, slow yeah. or if it's late or running right. behind or early or whatever yeah. but it was like always broke down and we were like okay that's not helpful as parents and like we started to worry about our kids because sometimes the bus would be like 45 minutes late yes. and we'd be like where What's are our children you? and so we got her a phone because she rides the bus with her younger sister they go to the same school and so I'm like all right this is your phone. You only turn it on after school. You text us when you're on the bus. You text us when you get to, like, a bus stop, blah, 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 like, all this stuff. So it's more of, like, safety. right? And so she's not allowed to, like, go on any other real Do you, like, track
1: her and stuff? Like, I haven't gotten there yet where I, like, there's, like, these things. I forget what it's called,
0: but it's, like, you can track everything that goes on their phone. You can, like, watch everything. But she's not using it for anything else. And so she loves taking pictures. So, like, she'll take a thousand pictures and she'll use it to, like, text us, basically.
1: And that's normal, though, too, because she also sees what you do like same thing with my kids right like they see it and so I wonder two things one I always wonder like how we got by like I remember when I used to run track and cross-country and play soccer like hey mom collect call that means come pick up yeah
0: or pagers (laughs) the little like like, little pagers oh my god girl it's so
1: different so weird it's so different but then also I think about like being on social media mm-hmm. and then having our kids now understand like especially the older ones right you know? like right. i do fundraisers and i'll host like these makeup parties and then oh, people that. The, some of the moms will follow me on instagram and then they'll be like you know my son will be like oh like so and so said that you like his mom was watching yeah. Today. And oh, like, yeah oh yeah
0: no right? i get that too <laughs> i get that going <laughs> to school and they're like mom So they totally watched you on YouTube. And I'm like, I don't know what they were watching. Like, I stop. I don't know why. Like, no, it's just, it's so weird. It's so weird nowadays. It It really is. is. It's just a different, it's a different thing. It is interesting.
1: TikTok scares me even more. Now,
0: TikTok, absolutely not. For for, for, for them, them, they can never look at it ever. But
1: I see them <laughs> ever as a product of some of their friends, or like they yes. have older cousins yes. that are like sixteen, and so, you know, it's yeah. like I see them being able to even. Like, or even YouTube shorts, right? like there's things that they have access to right. and they're going to see That's right. and it like scares the no, crap listen, out of they're me. They're going to see it all. Yeah. That's the, that's the
0: crazy part about all yeah. of this is that they're going to be exposed to it. Whether you want them to or right, not, right. they're going to see things. It's like, um, a friend of mine, we're taught, we were talking recently and it was all about sex ed yeah and so at her school they introduce basically sex education in fourth grade yes
1: and the so talk, right? yeah like, like the, the like, talk yeah. and
0: like whatever it is right and I guess it happened for her it happened for her kids during covid and so they were on virtual Uh and they set up a system where anonymously you could ask any questions so she said the kids were in the class basically asking questions like what's teabagging and what's like and i was like girl are you kidding me and she's like yeah this is fourth grade and i'm like oh my god heart palpitations like what do you do and she was like the teacher would just like answer the questions and it was anonymous and so they would have like discussions about it now mind you my child's in fifth grade at our school they don't have a sex ed class or like talk so it's really up to the parents to have the conversation girl i pulled out a book the other day and i was like getting ready to get into it and i said to myself i said oh my god oh my god what am i about to do and i was like i started reading through the book and it's like testicles and like all this stuff and she has a little brother so she knows like penis and testicles and like all this stuff but i'm like i started that and they're like so storks aren't real and like it comes like it starts off like a little comic book storks aren't real babies and fiction. yeah and like you know implantation of egg and sperm and men carrying oh i was god. like oh my god i was like i told my husband i was like i don't i have to read the book first i don't know what's happening i don't know how to approach this and so i started to get nervous but that's the next step right, right. have you
1: gotten there yet no i mean no <laughs> give your
0: girl some advice on i mean <laughs>
1: i think it's hilarious though no my son is so my i have a son that's the oldest yeah And he's definitely like just more curious. He knows way more. I know he knows way more, even the way he acts. And then it's (laughs) hilarious to me because my daughter's only 18 months younger. So they're only one year apart in school. And literally, like, he'll he'll ask... I, I hear him very freely. He'll be like, so, Mila, like, who's the hottest kid in your class? And she's like, I don't know, Leon. Like, whoever's not wearing a jacket is obviously the hottest guy. And I'm oh like... My oh, God, my God. That's so cute. Like, she's so naive. Like, she's yeah. so innocent. And yes, he is definitely not. not so I'm that. just like, that is,
0: like... Do you think it's just from, like, school? Or do you think it's just from, like, just being around, just like, other kids? I don't
1: know. Because, like... I'm definitely, I would say more like my son. Like, I definitely knew a lot about everything. Did you? I was still very innocent, though. Like, I didn't do anything. And that was the difference. Like, I think about it. I was exposed to so many things that... I don't even think my parents knew that you could be exposed to those things. Right. But I felt like the way I was raised was like, I felt something was wrong. I was ah. like, I shouldn't be hanging out with this group. You know? Oh, like, you I felt like it just yes. wasn't right. Yeah. And so like, to me, I'm like figuring out like, what did they do? So I can make sure that like, they at least have those tools That's right. where they're like, Hmm. we shouldn't be doing that. You okay. Know? So
0: how is that? How do you do that as a parent? Like, how do you give that skill or make sure your kids have that skill to say deep down inside, this doesn't feel right. Follow yeah. that intuition.
1: I don't, I, I honestly, I don't, I feel like I'm still like figuring it out, Yeah. but like there are little things like uh, my son definitely knows how to manipulate, right? Like he'll say, so I could ask him like, did you take the candy? And he'd be like, no. <laughs> and he will too my, No, I didn't I prom Promise. I did not. And I'm like, I freaking got that on camera. I know you did I saw it, you know? And he's like, I did not do that. And no. I'm like, damn, this is either going to be in, work in his favor, like, he's going to be a hustler, like, right. he knows how to do this. Right. But then, I had to, like, come out with evidence and be like, I saw this. And I was like, so just FYI, I think he was, like, trying to drink soda in the garage. And I was like, let me tell you, though, this is exactly why I will now not be able to trust you. So, like, Mm. when you're 12 and you're allowed to stay home by yourself, I'm not going to let you because you're not proving to me that I can. Like, you're making me feel like I need to have a constant watch on you. Whereas my daughter is like, Mom, I totally had a piece of gum. (laughs) I'm so sorry. You know what I'm like? It's okay. Like be bad a little bit. It's like they're polar opposites. Yeah, so it's, that's, inter- no, I,
0: that's how my, that's how my oldest and my middle are. Yeah. It's so my so oldest, same. She's like very like, I did this just so you know, this happened. And like, I am, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean for it, whatever it is. Right. My middle, forget about it. That girl was same, same straight to my face. And I'd be like, girl, like, come on. And I'll have to tell her, i will be like, listen, you know, God's watching. <laughs> right Right god's always watching not me i know god's always watching are you lying Cause God's like, like, it's like, I felt like I have to instill fear into this child, know. you know, but that's, I don't know. You know, you just listen, I think you cross your fingers and you just like hope and pray that everything you're giving them, yeah. every little tool that you're instilling in them right now pays off.
1: Right. Like, like maybe I, this will work in their favor. Right. I know. Well, I think about it cause I'm like, I know they're not bad kids, right. but like, I have to imagine that like, you have to be a little cunning and a little like, yeah, you know, you figure out ways to work it. So, yeah. you know. And get ahead. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm making myself feel better, but no, I just feel like I it's... agree
0: though. I mean, listen, we know it now as adults, right? Yeah. You kind of have to have a little bit of edge to make anything go right. in this world. If totally. you're always just like the nice person who's waiting or on the sidelines and always super like what it's not, you don't, you have to, especially right. in this, and you have to have a little bit of something in you, yeah. which I feel like I search for sometimes within myself. I'm like constantly like, okay, do I have a little, like, I
1: want a little bit of that like, I know (laughs) I feel me too. I feel like, God, if I was just a little bit more aggressive in certain things, but then Mm -hmm. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like we are very like similar. We're very like, similar. Very pleasing, people I know. pleasing, mm-hmm. and like we go after what we want. But right. Not but if not step over your toes. One thousand percent. Like know, I'm not about fair. stepping. Yeah, I'm yeah. not
0: about stepping on anybody's toes. Never been my vibe at all. I'll go after what I want. I'll be assertive, but I'll do never like right do way. it at anyone else's yeah, expense. I agree. But I see people all the time, and they're and they
1: succeed, and are, they're successful. Who successful? Are uber successful yep. Who are like? I but don't I give do think fuck. that I do think it will eventually come back to them yeah. you know i do think karma yeah. does play a huge i'm a big believer in it it does play a huge role but i also think that that's a projection of maybe insecurities or other things mm-hmm. that they're lacking in i you agree, know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. and I, I don't know i i feel like that's something there but i also feel i don't know how you feel but I remember I used to put a timeline on everything I was doing. So like when I was 25, I was like, if I'm not doing this at 28, oh God, girl, I'm yes. completely useless and I've lost yes. all hope in this. Right. 1, and, and it was always related to this industry because I grew up again, very like in a traditional South Asian you know household where mm-hmm. doctors, engineers, lawyers, that right, was it. And right. so they were like, I'm sorry, you want to do what? Exactly. You know, like, exactly. No, and you that. were always
0: smart. You were always, yeah. like, you know, or great you had to fall class. back on that, right? Yeah. Like, prove
1: it. Like, oh, I want to get my master's. Exactly. So I'm not... Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, when I wanted to do, like, beauty and thought I wanted to do that full-time, mm-hmm. I had, like, people staring at me like, oh, that's what you're doing? Was it hard for you to be
0: around? Like, because I'm sure there was people around you who are now doctors and lawyers, yeah. and these are your counterparts and your friends and, like, all this stuff and all these other industries. Was it hard for you when that wasn't your route?
1: I think so, but I also... I think I touched on this a little bit, but, like, I I feel super blessed because when my parents immigrated here, like, in the Mm -hmm. 60s, Mm -hmm. they came with, like, their friends Mm -hmm. and somehow they all stayed connected and their kids are now some of my best friends like it's crazy and so it's like literally built-in family you that's know what I amazing. mean extended family yeah so when I was telling you I was going to Cabo for like yeah a exactly. party this weekend, it's like three of your closest friends that you grew up with you know in different categories it's just yeah. it's, it's awesome so like I feel like everyone has always supported me and so mm-hmm. maybe that's the like naiveness in me that feels like I can do anything, you know, if I I want to. I think that's the difference between having a support system
0: and not. right? Yeah. I think that's the, that's the key difference right there. It's like having a support system. And like you said, people who believe in you and will support you regardless makes you sometimes feel overly confident, like invincible, invincible to the point of what you need, especially in an industry where you're constantly getting shut down Yeah, and anything it's this industry, what you produce is what you eat. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's so true. You that know, is so true. And so especially now, and it's, it's uber competitive now, especially with social and everyone thinking they can do everything. Yeah. Right. It's just it's a different it's a different. Which beast. I will
1: say that part of it makes me so happy that I grew up in the generation mm-hmm. that we grew up in the generation we did, because okay. I felt like there was no such thing, especially for me, like having just the opportunity to be like interning at CNN and like in Atlanta or like working at e-news before it was e-news you know I am constantly like you guys have to like have this yearning to like want to go after things and Mm -hmm. do things and like be a team player because you need to know every single person involved with something right like don't just know the superstar don't just know the star athlete don't know this look at the person that's giving them water like know their names you have no idea were you like that in school I feel like I was always like that. Like, I, like, oh, right? I always wanted to know like the underdog, like I the person too. that I was like, what are you doing? I did, yeah. too. I'm so drawn I to I wanted it. to know from top to bottom. Yeah. But also what I realized too, is that like, you know, in my, in my thirties, when I was working and doing a show, I would notice that the person who was like the PA mm-hmm. now, 10 years later is running and I'm telling the shots for like these big production things that I'm doing. I'm and I'm like, you. damn, I remember you, That's you know, right. and I, Thankfully, I, I were cool right, though. That. Exactly. right but you know, it's like it's yeah. like life lessons that you you can't teach, but you can definitely like learn from. That's true. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt to be kind. It like, doesn't the hurt kindness to be kind. on all of it on Comes every level yeah. because you know what I will say though too. Like back to the social media stuff, which mm-hmm. is interesting. I have taken especially like during like BLM during COVID. Right. There's so it's so easy to get heated mm-hmm. and to just get enraged. Right. right, something you see sets you off. Right. I remember I was pregnant heart of COVID, and I posted my ultrasound, okay? And and this girl writes me and she's like, I can't believe you would share this during a time like this. And I said, I said I'm said i sorry, Whoa. I said, are you, and I could have taken it and I could have either not responded or mm-hmm. I could have just been like, well, F you, you have no idea, okay. whatever. And I was like, can I ask you a question? I was like, and I'm being really honest, I'm like, are you a mom? Um, like, are you, are you a mom? And she's like, no. And I was like, so can I just say one thing? I was like, Life goes on, that's right. you know. Like yeah. no matter what's happening in the world right now, mm-hmm. I'm responsible for this person that's growing inside of me. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm negative and I bring that to this environment, mm-hmm. it just sets. What who, what good does that do? So, I was yeah. like, I still have to enjoy the progression of what's happening, mm-hmm. which is I'm going to be bringing someone into this world. Yeah, and so I need to look at that positively too, because right. that's really that's really. Crappy sometimes when you think about it, like what am I bringing? I'm bringing life into what right now? Right. right? This right, is right, when right. so much was going on. That's true. And you're like, gosh, what am I doing? I know. And so I'm like, I've already grappled with this so much on my own, but like for you to knock me for wanting to enjoy, well, wanting and to share cherish, that moment, yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, it's it's really sad that you yeah. felt. And and what that ended up doing though was really opening a dialogue, which I felt really proud of because mm. we ended up. Talking mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, I never thought about it like that. Oh, so thank you for letting me. And and I was like, you know what, that's great. Like, and I also learned something from you because I also need to remind people, like, not everybody knows what it's like to be a mom. Right. Not everyone wants to know what it's like. To be a not mom. all of your followers right. are moms. exactly, yeah. and not everybody wants to know. And yeah. some people don't want to empathize with you, right? And that's okay. It's just that it's it's also important to just remember that mm-hmm. we all do wear different shoes. Yeah, different I flights. think I
0: think that's the hard part sometimes of
1: social media, though. Yeah. I think that, you know,
0: especially when things are going on in the world that have, you know, that are major things that people are feeling very highly emotional about, you know, tensions are high, polarizing opinions on certain things, whatever the case may be.
1: That's when I find it the hardest to share about my life. Right. So one thing that I started doing, which I found to be probably the best Was always looking at it in a light. Anything I was sharing was Mm -hmm. always looking at it in a light of how I was educating my children about it. Mm. So if it was about BLM, if it was about George Floyd, if it was about everything that's going on in Iran, anything like that. Like if I'm sharing something, it's like these are tools that I'm using to educate my kids on this. Mm. And that was my way of feeling like I was... um, sort of contributing to the conversation because there are like, you know, it's hard. How do you talk about things that you don't necessarily relate to and you can't identify with, but how can I, figure that out. Right. And so I feel like doing it under, and it's that same idea of like doing it, creating content under Mm -hmm. the mom lens. Mm -hmm. Not that that's work, but it's something that I feel like if I always relate it to like how I'm using it as a teaching moment for my kids, it's something that I feel like makes me feel more comfortable sharing it versus like just saying, This This is what it is. Right. right, You know, I commend that because I think there were a lot of
0: people who shied away from it and didn't say anything. Right. And like, that was, I think, harder. I think it was harder to see the people who literally ignored it. I know. Like that, like, you know, there were some people, even people who put like a black screen up or, you know, just something, you know what I'm saying? Like to acknowledge, like it was just, it was everywhere. You couldn't ignore it. Right. So I think the people like the, that I followed who literally just like went on with, like, just their whatever yeah, as normal nothing, content, as if right, nothing was happening right. in the world, that was sometimes harder it's for weird. me to, like, follow that content. Because yeah. I was like, how do I, fo- how do I like your dress right, right now? And exactly. <laughs> it's weird. It's just, when like, like yeah, kind of yeah, being deaf. Just, When things come up, and especially because you are a mom, right? Yeah. So what you do on a daily basis in your household and outside of your household is educate people. Yeah, You are coming from the lens of, like, hey, here is a way to think about this and how I would frame this to my child or my children to teach
1: absolutely yeah absolutely and it's just you know it's it's like the landscape we're in so it's literally like you said yeah trying to take every moment and like i I literally think about it and sometimes i won't post for like a week because i feel like the atmosphere the climate's just really negative Right. right and i'll have People message like, you know, this was like my way of escaping. Oh, no, that's true. So, like, can that's you please true. keep doing the get ready with me? And I'm like, oh, okay. So you like that? And they're All like, right. well, you know, I am eight months pregnant and I feel really crappy about myself. So, like, oh. being able to like conceal my dark circles makes me feel good. And so I think about it. and I'm like, huh. It's like little little mm. things that sometimes, especially as females, as moms, you're right. We sometimes don't prioritize ourselves, obviously, yeah. right? And then we just think it's not important. Who yeah. cares? And it's like it is, right? Yeah. Like, I think about it, too, like, as being in my 40s, too. I feel like I constantly have to remind people. Girl, stop
0: talking about your 40s. Oh. Like, oh, my God, girl. <laughs> no, he's, this woman know, looking over uh, here like
1: she, uh, like, stop. not a date over 22. 22. 22.
0: Like, stop. She's like, it's in like, my 40s. Nice. I'm like, girl, bro, you better stop. You
1: better Stop <laughs> talking about No, but like, I think it's funny because, like, I'll have, like, 20-year-olds be like, oh, you really like expensive things. And I'm like... Girl, I just started wearing <laughs> things, and I'm like, but or or I have like a personal trainer because after after my third, yeah, uh, it took me a while to get back to you know working out and like losing the weight, and also it was still COVID. I have a baby; yes. he's not vaccinated, right? So I was like, wait, you know what? I'm not gonna like make excuses for myself what I'm going to tell you is I'm owning it yes I've lived my life I work hard for my money that's right I do the things I need to do and I'm going to prioritize myself and if that means like investing in my health Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it like I look at it this is this is
0: interesting how do you find the time for self care for you for all
1: of it, really? Where, like, how is your day? I will say, like, being a mom is one of the things that I think has lit like the biggest fire under my butt, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of really making like I never knew what 24 hours in a day was until oh like God. you had to use every single minute of that day, <laughs> yeah. And so, I think it's like waking up before everybody else does, so, like, mm. actually putting in that effort right. if you want something mm-hmm. act like you want it right so right. like make it happen right like don't tell me what you want show me what so you want so you wake up what an hour so, before yeah like I mean and, and it's not all the time but like right. if I know I want to get a workout in mm-hmm. and I can't do it any other way I'll wake up and I'll try and make sure that that happens before yeah. you know so like yeah. if 530 if everyone wakes up at 630 then 530 is something right. that I have to and that's not regular okay Um, but you know like waking up a little bit before or like if I know I want to be put together for Uh, something that I need to do, wake up the extra five minutes earlier and do it. You know what I mean? But like, it's really making that happen. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say it's like, if someone were saying like, how do I start like creating content on social media? I'm like, if you're working the nine to five, like go home and do that blog post right. when everybody else is asleep, right? right? That's how you're hustling on the side. Intentional. Right. Being intentional about it, mm-hmm. saying like, not having the FOMO, right? Mm-hmm. Like i saying, I'm gonna stay home from that dinner today that's and I'm right. gonna focus on this, which that's is hard. hard. I am the first person to be like, I wanna go home. Yeah, right? I'm gonna be everywhere, I yeah. have the most FOMO ever. right? But like, I'm also, <laughs> I think I have the short sleep gene, like I sleep four hours at night, like it's what? so bad. It's so bad, it's gonna catch up to me one day. But I will do like my best editing and my best like writing at like 12 a.m. How are you functioning off of four hours? I, I just don't. I think I have the short gene sleep. Like I, when I had babies, like I wasn't that person who was like, I have only have two hours. I'm like, okay, I have two hours of sleep, but I'm good. Oh <laughs> my gosh, weird. that
0: is. Oh, yeah. Listen, that gene in itself, <laughs> everybody needs. That's I, first of all. If I only. See, let's hear back I in only, ten years. <laughs> like I'm like, I got the ten hour gene where I'm like, man, oh my god, I didn't have ten hours today. I'm exhausted. <laughs> you need it though. It's like you it's know, crazy it's what your body you know needs to go through. I know. Come <laughs> Honestly, Ami, I could talk to you all we day do. long, girl. We need a part two. We do. This we is so much fun. Two. I love it. Um, I have one last thing to say to you. Olive Garden, really? Oh my god, Wait, Like, yes. really do. Olive
1: Garden. Did, did we really talk about me? this or how do you know? So that?
0: Ami filled out. She is one of our features for our cool mom, our cool moms on the Cool mom.co. Uh, she's beautiful. You guys got to check out her her feature. Honestly, it's so funny because your answers were hilarious. But Olive Garden. is is oh, one of her secret my, my guilty pleasures? Guilty like, pleasures.
1: Who doesn't love the bread, endless breadsticks and soup? And salad. I mean, that's I what love. you can eat all day, every all day, day long. <laughs> it is so good. No one will come with me. Only one person will—my sister-in-law. And like, I will do. Like, do you want to go to Olive Garden? That is so. But cool. it is my jam. Look, if you Look, I love it. Go, Look, come
0: with me. I will check out Olive Garden with you. I will go. I haven't been since I was probably twelve. But I will go for it's you, Ami. You I will go you. for you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. I I adore you. I love you. And thank you. Thank you. All right, Cool Mom crew, I'm Lizzie Mathis, and you've been listening to the Cool Mom Code podcast. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode with Ami Desai. There are still so many great conversations to come, so make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.